When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program. Here's a brief but annoying message to let you know that you could have first heard this episode nine months ago if you were a subscriber to our Iron Filing Society Patreon offering. For the price of a pint and a St. Clements each month, you can get up to four episodes a week, nine months before the rest of the world gets them. Early access to regular episodes, lots of other marvellous benefits, and there's absolutely no adverts or brief but annoying messages like this that will get right on your ticks. Find out more and subscribe now at tftimemachine.com slash ironfilings. Here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go, this is it! This is Top Flight Time Machine, I am Andy Hotbody Dawson, pow pow pow. And I am Sam Nifty Delaney, so what? I sounded a little bit gruff at the beginning there, but I'm not. I'm not at all. I'll tell you why. I'll tell you what I've been doing just prior to the recording of this episode, Sam. Mm. So um, I was slightly late because you said you were available, and I, I ignored you because I was in the middle of having a big washing up session. Oh, lovely! Right? Soundtracked by Aztec Camera at very high volume, and I Brilliant. was singing along while I was washing up, and boy, it felt good. Mate, that's what life. That right there is just really. That's just a design for life. It's you know, a life logistics. That's what we're here is, for. No, for this it's episode. more than that, mate. It's more. It's, it is, yeah. I guess. It's a design for life. It's it's yeah. a it's like a religion. It's like it's, a belief in the 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 beauty of of every moment that's around us. Like nothing's stopping you doing the washing up or putting on Aztec camera, or very few mm-hmm. things are. I know, I know. Not mm. everyone is in a privileged situation to do washing up and listening to Aztec camera, but equally, it doesn't require you to have a million pounds, right? Yeah, that. I mean, some that people, do- some people have yeah. dishwashers and don't get the wash up. I haven't got a dishwasher for reasons I don't want to go into legal stuff. I can't say why. I don't yeah. have a dishwasher, right? Yeah, that's all I'm going to say. But um, washing up. Even though it's annoying sometimes, sometimes having a good washing up session with the right soundtrack can be life enhancing. It totally can. And that's what everyone, you know, that that is it. Like these little moments that used to, you know, you might have in the past thought, ah, that's domestic toil. That's mundane. That's tiring. That's boring. Mm. But the truth is, it just depends on how you see it. And there's something, it's like sharking, right? It's like, I look forward, the highlight of my week very often is my Saturday morning shark up. Saturday morning shark up, yeah, of course. Right, yeah. but equally washing up. I like it. I like it. I don't like washing up under pressure, right? I don't like washing up when no. it's like there's a big tidy up after dinner and, mm. like, the kids and me will do... Like, if Anna's done the cooking, we'll do the washing and putting away. And that yeah. can be a... But what I love is when people are out of the house and there's quite <clears> a lot of washing <clears> up to do. Washing up 
on your own terms. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's what, what I is. like. And yeah. you look at, and I actually quite like to look at quite a messy kitchen that needs a lot of work done on it. Right, mm-hmm. I like that because it's a challenge. You think I've got plenty of time. I'm not in a hurry. Yeah. I've got nowhere I need to be. I'm going to put on some music. Sort and cut out. But by the end, this fucking kitchen, I'm going to strip <laughs> naked, right? Because, well, it's just better to be naked when you're doing a right big clear-up oh, yeah, because yeah, water yeah. splashes everywhere. Mm. And uh, I'm going to put on... And you can rub on... it into yourself, can't you? And you can cleaning yourself as well. Yeah. You I'm feel like put... one with the kitchen. I'm going to put on my wig and makeup so I look like my mum and, and yeah. pretend that I'm my mum, but naked, yeah. doing washing yeah. up. And yeah. I'll do an impression of mum, of my mum, mm-hmm. but then, Sam, have you finished your homework? While I'm doing yeah. washing up. And that's just, well, to me, that's relaxing. <laughs> it's relaxing. Transports yeah, me be. back to my childhood in the 80s. Yeah. You sort know. Of. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think yeah, so domestic, little moments of domestic joy with a, with a musical soundtrack. I just think, you know. I've been round the world and seen many things. Mm-hmm. And I have chased joy and happiness in many different mm-hmm. ways, many of them Those destructive. Forms. <laughs> and yet, what I you just described... I languished in opium dens. From the Orient <laughs> to darkest Africa, I've indulged <laughs> in women and potions that you would not believe. <laughs> None of it has brought to me would the same sense your- of self satisfaction and, and, and that sense of being at peace as washing up and listening to our dead camera on a <laughs> dank Friday afternoon. Nothing better than reaching for the marigolds and the Spotify. Mm. Uh, it brings life to a man's bosom. Really so, does. Yeah, there we are. So that's why I'm, I'm slightly late for this episode. And we've got four minutes of content out of it as well, so that's good. Mm. Which is what we're here for. Uh, yeah, it's Life Logistics. We've... Um, we did we did some last week. We've got a few extra bits of uh correspondence to catch up on. Um do you have you got some in front of you there? I think you said Yeah, J- John John Codd has said Hello Sam John and Andy. Cod. Frank- I like that name. John Codd. John Codd. Yeah, John Codd here. Inventor of the Cod. No That's Cod tell a lie. Two days. It was actually my great great grandfather invented the Cod. He's he identified <laughs> a Such gap a in the market. Um, for a new type of fish, um, a sort of an everyday fish is what he originally described. I mean, it's since then it's become more rare because of what's going on We're in, particularly in British waters, but, no, you know, with global warming. It's now actually, it's fast becoming a luxury fish, but it were an everyday fish. There weren't many everyday mm-hmm. fish around in 1862. There were your haddocks, but a lot of other fish was, it was exotic or luxury. Cod. Yeah. An everyday fish, house fish. Uh, anyway, he says, what age is it acceptable to stop letting your kids win at games, e.g. FIFA, guess who, etc.? Also, will Humans of Honour make a return? Well, humans of Honour might make a return if the right candidate presents themselves. Um, mm, we're very choosy. Can I just say his name again? John Cod! John Cod! John Cod! Um, My grandfather invented the cod, and people have been eating it ever fucking since. And every time a con eats cod, I get ten p. I still, I still opt for the cod every time. Do I'm you? a cod man. Can't I, mm. I? Can't you know? Stuck people in your who ears. don't have cod, people, people who have haddock and chips, mm. like you know. Obviously, I don't eat fish anymore, but I used to be pure cod man. And yeah. I, I have to say that I've told you my feelings before about Red Leicester. 
And people... Yeah. My, my feelings on Red Leicester have been very misrepresented. I don't have a problem with Red Leicester per se. I have a problem with people who have Red Leicester as their house cheese and don't even, cheese. Yeah. don't even yeah. acknowledge that that is some sort of desperate attempt to appear edgy or quirky. De- deviant behaviour. Outside of the mainstream, <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, yeah. It, uh, it's basically, I've always said, it's very. It's basically exactly the same as people who claim not to like the Beatles. It's like, or it's fucking people, boring. Stop trying so hard. People who don't pretend to like England football yeah. team. <laughs> pretend to like them or don't like them. No, don't, who pretend they don't like them oh, right, or aren't yeah. bothered. Right. But, yeah. So, with, for me, if you're going to the chippy and you go, what do you want? And they go, cod. Fish and, fish and chips. Fish and chips. Cod. That means yeah. cod. But yeah. what if they go, what's this? You go, it's fish and chips. What fish is it? It's cod. Mm. I wanted haddock. You better fucking specify, mate. Because fish and chips, to everyone... Means mm-hmm. fucking cotton chips. If uh, you want haddock, you... or heaven forbid, place, then you better yeah. fucking specify, mate. Shout up now. I mean, you know, there's we've covered this before. Different parts of the country have different um, terminology for when you're ordering your fish and chips. And if you get it wrong, you can be massively embarrassed, mm. particularly in Scotland. Um, and around here, you go in, you ask for a fish lot. And a fish lot is cotton chips. Is it? And there's no questions asked. Yeah, yeah, they'll give you cotton chips. Fish lot, please. Fish. It's means chips. the lot. Fish and the lot. Fish lot. Fish and chips. Yeah. Fish lot. Yeah. I don't know. I'm going to delve into why they call it that. But yeah, you look. You won't get haddock. You won't get place. You won't get cod bites. You'll mm. get a fucking cod. Cod row. Nope. No. Well, cod row. Isn't that? What, isn't that eggs or something? They do do Fish that eggs. in some places. Yeah. Do they? Not round here, mate. Um. Yeah, for um, slot. But I mean, obviously, chips. you know, for me, they know. I walk in and I get a fish cake and chips. <laughs> here comes fish cake. Oi, oi. Fish cake's here. I'm struggling. I'm, I'm struggling a bit with this because I've been trying to eat healthily for about the last two months now. And it's working, but I haven't had fish and chips in about two and a half months. That is a hard and thing to resist. I think that needs to end soon. I need to have what they call a cheat day, which is going to be a fish lot. And maybe some cake. I, uh, but, um, I'm, yeah. I mean, I now because there's been times in my life. In my twenties, I lived in a flat, and it was right next to one of the best fish and chip shops in London, in my opinion. It was a place called George's mm. on Goldbourne Road in, in um, West London, and right. I lived so near it. And you know, in, in a time in my life where there was a lot of rolling in, quite drunk. Yeah. And not anything. What am I going to do? Fucking boil some pasta now, like some sort of cunt. That's the way I mm. thought in my 20s. Right? I'm like, fucking, fucking, fucking pasta in a boiling water. I'll probably burn myself. I'll go over George's. Mm. And I was like, going to George's maybe four nights a week. That's four fish and chips a week. Now, when I was in my <laughs> 20s, oh, I could eat whatever I wanted and I wouldn't put on a I pound. Didn't put an ounce on. Yeah. So it was all right, but it's very addi- you know I've got an addictive personality. So with now what I try and do is I do have a great local chippy, but I tend to sort of keep it as a treat for the Isle of Wight because there's a really good chippy that I go to in the Isle of Wight. Right. And then it's sort yeah. of sectioned off. I, chi- uh, fish and chips. That's Isle of Wight food. Yeah, that's right. That's the best way to do it. I think. Yeah. Um, D- 
This yeah, guy said, what age, what age is it acceptable to stop letting your kids win at FIFA and guess who and that? We've discussed this before. It's difficult to know, isn't it? Because you want to encourage them. If you just batter them, then they're mm. like, it puts them off. I mean, I, I've been playing football in the garden with Len loads because we had a tournament on the go. We played the whole of the Euros and now we're starting yeah. a 32-game World Cup. Basically, there's two-minute matches and we go through all the right. games. It's Good. fucking... It can be quite exhausting, but... Um, I still. How do you decide yeah. which team you're going to be? We go through it. We name. We take it in turns. We choose 32 teams. He, he draws out the tournament format, the chart. Yeah. And then he and just is it groups? Yeah, we do group right. stages, and then we do. And in the group stages, we if if two of our teams play each other, I can't remember. Oh no, you assign each other a team. So say if I am um, both England and Italy. In that right. game, I get to choose which of those teams and Len has to represent the mm-hmm. other one. Okay. It goes on fucking age. It's very complicated. But I still kind of... Yeah, I mean, look, put it this way. I don't go in fucking two-footed on him. No. Do you? I what, mean, what actually, I don't got, know why I'm have, saying that to you because we've all seen you go in two-footed on your son. Yeah. Um, mm. But that was I've in no a public regrets. forum. You were about to be well, humiliated in, in a public place, so... Yeah, I've no regrets about that. He says he's got no regrets about it. He claims to have enjoyed it. Um, maybe other other feelings will manifest themselves as he gets older. I don't know. Yeah. But you don't know. You, you, you never be sure when you do something. You, are, you, you don't be sure. Good we'll or, go or through or therapy or maybe in other. his 40s and then we'll find yeah. out the truth. Yeah, yeah. Maybe uh, in prison, perhaps. Who knows? Mm. Um, what, what's your setup um, pitch-wise in the garden? Have you got goals? We've got two small goals that I bought from Argos a few years ago. They're right. a bit raggedy now. They'll have to get replaced mm-hmm. soon. But they're small goals. They're only about two foot wide and a foot tall. Right. Very small goals. But that's yeah. quite good. That's what you need. It's hard at score, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, exactly. And it's just one-on-one for two minutes. And there's a there's a couple of things. like There's a wooden sort of... There's a, there's a sectioned-off thing with wooden railway sleepers. And we can use that. You can... You can use that to bounce the ball off and play one twos around ah, your opponents. I like that. That's good. Excellent. So, so you don't let him win. Is that what you say? I kind of do sometimes, but not every time. Mm. Obviously, I wouldn't let him win every game in the tournament. I tend to do he wins one, I win one, and th- but then sometimes I think I oh, win this one, but he will just beat me fair and square. So that's the way yeah. it's going. You're on that cusp, yeah. Yeah, I was no, he's, say he's nine. He's nine. But then other yeah. things like, for instance. We love playing Monopoly. We play long games of Monopoly just against each other. And I really, really try my best to crush him in that because he is mm. so leery. It depends how good he is at something. When they get to nine, some things they're just going to be better than you at. I found well, I was going to say that. Anything that involves yeah. the mind, he kind of is better than me at. And so I really <laughs> try hard. The nine year old has a keener mind than you do. Is that what oh, you said? Yeah, by far. <laughs> I mean, my lad's 13 now, and I haven't beaten him at FIFA, legitimately or otherwise, in about three and a half years. Yeah. I just can't, because he just plays it more than I do anyway. Yeah. And he's just just better. But I mean, back then, when he was a kid, when he was a little kid, I'd let him win. Probably too much, I think, because then when I'd win, it wouldn't go down well. It would usually end in a bit of a huff. Yeah, that's the problem. So I probably spoiled him. It's a fucking minefield, this. It's a good question, yeah. because the, getting that balance right is really difficult, you know. I mean, like, I feel if I let 
lend win everything when we play garden football or garden mm-hmm. basketball or any of these things then he goes to school and he's unused to the fact he thinks he walks in and I'm fucking brilliant I'm running rings around this this grown man yeah. right at home and then he gets to school and he doesn't quite translate when he's against his peers and he's like yeah. hang about I thought I was the I fucking can't... boss at all this <laughs> right <laughs> I've been living a lie. Maybe he just thinks you're. Maybe he just thinks you're fucking useless. Yeah, well, he'd be half right, really. <laughs> um, so yeah. there we go. I don't know. Tough on that. Um, I think nature. You just know, don't you? There isn't a cut-off age when you can just stop letting them win. You get to a point where they'll start winning legitimately anyway, but then and you then, just kind of know. And then you wind up thinking, "I wish I'd fucking beaten him when I had the chance." <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> you'll be full of regrets. You're like all those fucking times I let him off, and now I'll never be able to beat him ever again. Jalapeno. Confidence starts with loving who you are, and when your skin feels nourished and glows on the outside, you naturally radiate confidence from the inside. Give your skin a glow up with Osea's clinically proven Mega Moisture Duo. This ultra-hydrating body care features two of Osea's bestsellers, Andaria Algae Body Oil and Andaria Collagen Body Lotion. These seaweed-powered heroes use skincare-level ingredients normally reserved for your face for results you can see and confidence you can feel. Osea has been making clean, clinically proven seaweed-infused face and body care products for over 28 years. This luxurious skincare is vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Glow from the inside out. Get 10% off your first order with code GLOW at OseaMalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A Malibu.com, code GLOW. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Jalapeno. I keep thinking to myself I should take time out when he's at school and practice loads and loads on FIFA. Yeah. And then beat the surprise when he gets in. But. Um, I don't think I've got the ability. I can't put in the hours. He's like uh, Malcolm Gladwell, who says you need to do 10,000 hours or something to master it. Um, and I reckon the boy's probably done 10,000 hours of FIFA. Fucking Gladwell's so, full of shit, though, isn't he? There is that as well, yeah. That's true. But name is a bigger 10, bullshitter than Gladwell. Do you know what I mean? Well, the I've got a new book, the... right? I've done some research, and you can get good at anything as long as you do 10,000 hours. I'll put a number on it there. Bang. <laughs> yeah, I've come up with a soundbite. And I've written a book around it. Yeah. It's based on fuck all, but uh, I'll be dining out on it for the next 20 years, hopefully. I reckon I can stretch it out to 80,000 words, something like that. I've, I've written this new book. It's about a lifestyle you can adopt. I call it Just Rest. <laughs> and uh, it'll be available in all good bookshops. Or a dead classy order. cover, right? And there'll just be a picture of like some Zeds, I was thinking. You know, like they're doing the cartoons to show someone sleeping, right? And it'll say, Just Rest. The magical, life-changing spell cast by sleep, right? (laughs) 
<laughs> and uh, every cunt will read it. I'll get on the radio and all that, do some articles in the paper. Fucking yeah. Apple TV will probably get me to make a fucking documentary about it. Bang! I'll do Money the audio the book. I'll do the audio book, but I'll do it like that ASMR stuff where you talk really quietly and people listen at night just before they go to sleep. I'll do that as well, and that'll sell. Ah, Chapter four. Are you lying in bed? Go on, you cunt. What are you wearing? (laughs) Go Are you touching yourself? Yeah. You dirty fucker. Well, (laughs) anyway, stop it. You want to get a kip, mate? Fucking trust me. I've done the research. Have a fucking kip. You'll feel better for it in the morning. You can have a wank then when you're re-energised. Yeah, knock one out of the shower before you go to work. Good way to start the day. Hello, is that the publishers? Yeah, it's me, Gladders, Gladwell. Yeah, uh, you know you've been badgering me to honour the uh, last book in my five book deal. You did. Yeah, well I thought of something. Right. Um, the new thing is why you should wank in the morning. I'm not. That's not the title of the book. I'm going to think of something pithier. I haven't come up with it yet. But the thesis, <laughs> if you will, is all about morning wanking. Because a lot of lot, lot of people, I mean, my mates anyway, you know, straw poll that I did with my mates, they all said that they mainly wank at night or sometimes in the afternoon, but not that much in the morning, apart from at weekends. So I am starting <laughs> a thing. I'm going to write a whole book about why science says you should wank in the morning. It's much better for you. Science. <laughs> yep. Science is not a liar. Um, yeah, so that's that dealt with. So I what reckon. we're saying is John Cod wank in the morning. John Cod. That's the answer. Yep. John Cod. Uh, Stuart we've Smith. Got... Yeah, just better read that one. Stuart Smith. All right, he says, on hey lads, I'm an IFS cunter in Edinburgh and enjoyed your show last February. Come back soon. Uh, well, we're not coming back on the next two at Edinburgh, sorry. But you can come to Glasgow. We're in Glasgow. Yeah, sorry about that. Um, if the tour even happens, fuck knows where we're going to be in six months. Um, yeah. He says, anyway, I'm looking to change my look and adopt a hat like George Galloway wears. Oh. But the wife says it would be a badge pointing out to everyone that I'm a cunt. And as I'm not going bald, I don't need it. Where do you stand on George Galloway's style? Baldy bastards only or can cunts with hair pull it off? That's well, he, wears a fed- he wears a fedora, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. I don't I know. If you're not wear- going bald and... You know, why? What's the appeal of George Galloway's style? I mean, I, why have you got this in your fucking nut in the first place, Stuart? There's not a lot of positives in the George Galloway column, full stop, really. Um, I, I I wouldn't be wearing the hat. Is he going to grow the moustache as well? And go for the whole look? I don't know. Cigar. No, the um, best bit about Galloway's style is he's always got a sort of a... <laughs> quite expensive looking Del Boy type crombie overcoat yeah and he also in the past I don't think he does it anymore but he used to always have a big cigar on the go yeah um and that's that's top of the list of good things about him and it's a very short list I, I wouldn't be wearing that hat at all um just remembered I used to work obviously I used to work in our price I've spoken about it a lot and I've just remembered there was a fella who used to come in he's a very young fellow he's probably only about 21 22 but he used to dress very much in the olden days styles as in kind of 1940s mm. sort of wartime with a suit and he'd wear um, not a fedora but a trilby 
Was and it like Nicholas around. Lindhurst in Goodnight Sweetheart? Yeah, that's that's probably the closest that we compare it to. Yeah. 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 Okay. Gary Sparrow. Yeah. Gary. And I don't think uh, this was like early nineties. I don't even I don't even know if Goodnight Sweetheart was on then. But he had this look, and he I think he wore braces. You know, a starched <laughs> yeah. white shirt, braces. Yeah. The, the the whole overcoat thing, the trilby hat, and um, very personable young man. Didn't seem to have any issues. He'd come in. He was very polite. Occasionally <laughs> buy, buy, buy some fucking Vera Lynn CDs. Um, <laughs> but, <laughs> or his fucking gramophone. I think he did. I think he did. He used to buy old timer music as well. I, I, so I I've encountered a man like this that. before. Exactly the same. Um, he was actually a photographer and he. We, but we feed in a in a magazine that I worked for. We featured. We used to do like a section on men with interesting homes. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> men with interesting Good. homes. New section on top light times. In. Do you have an interesting home? We actually have done that. Are you we, used to, we used to do rig of the week. It was basically like rig of the week. And this guy, yeah. he had the old fucking place done out like it was the 1940s. He had one of those old, you know, those old sort of really fancy, shiny wooden wirelesses that they used to gather around to hear Mr. Churchill yeah. talk yeah. about what was, what was going on. With the big speaker on the front. Hello, it's me, Churchill, with an update <laughs> about the war. I'm not going to lie, <laughs> it's going fucking bad at the minute. Gather round. <laughs> it's not good news. Gather round, cunts. <laughs> so we're having a fucking nightmare. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, he had all that, and he dressed like that as well. And I thought mm. that's interesting. And it was exactly the same as how you described this fella. And mm. then years later, I was actually on a job with him. So we'd featured him in the mag, and I hadn't met him. Someone else interviewed him. And then about six, seven years later, I was working for another magazine, and I was going to Portsmouth to interview Harry Redknapp because I was going to ghostwrite Harry Redknapp's column right wow. in the magazine but actually I did but I only did it for one week and then I quit the mag so it was like it didn't carry on but I had a good day out down at Portsmouth at their training mm. ground and I had lunch with Harry Redknapp and Jim Smith the bald eagle in the oh, sort of yeah. canteen bit it was great but proper double I don't know so what 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 did you what was your purpose? Were you just there to listen to Harry and glean his thoughts? Yeah, or you sort of like you do an interview form. and then you record everything he says and then you go and write it all down as if he's just said it first like first person as a column. So yeah, you just get his thoughts mm. and then write them down, make it sound a bit sort of more polished. Red-nubbish. Yeah. Um But the photographer comes to pick me up, right? He's we met at a train station. And I get in the car and I look at him. I said, "I know you," because he had the get-up on, right, the fedora mm. and all the rest of it. Gary Sparrow. I went, oh, I, I, I know that face. There's not many cunts walk around dressed like this. <laughs> he must be the cunt who was in that magazine that time that I worked for." And he went, <laughs> "Yeah, that's me. I'm that cunt." Yeah. And I was yeah. like, "Oh right." And we're driving down to Portsmouth. Long silence. I go, "So, uh, you kept it up then?" And he went, "What?" <laughs> I went, mean, no, well, it weren't a fad. You're still, still at it, right, all this business. Look. And he went, of course I am. He goes, it wasn't like a fad. It's just I choose to dress like this. And I said, why? Do you have a real fascination that era? And he went, no, actually, I don't have any uh, fascination in particular with the 1940s. He goes, what I do 
he goes, is that I only believe... He goes, in my, he goes it's, it's my approach to consumerism. I only believe in spending money on things if they are worth it. He goes, and the 1940s was the last time before capitalism and consumerism sort of started getting out of control and they purposefully would build things to not last, to mm. be cheap, to mm. be disposable, and uh, to also play to fashion and fad as opposed to... Yeah you know, what was convenient or practical or and, and you know, worthwhile. <laughs> and he went, so say? I don't have a fascination with that era. He goes, I only buy quality. And he goes, if I go to buy, I remember the specific example, I was quite interested, we had a long chat on the way down, he goes, if I go to buy a flask, I will buy the best flask in the shop. And if I cannot afford the best flask in the shop, I just simply won't buy a flask. I will, get, I will have no flask. I will drink the water from my ha- cupped hands. I will. I, I will survive for another month or two until I can afford that flask, and then, and only then, I'll buy that flask. I shall have my soup cold if needs be. I shall carry my soup in my pockets, the pockets of my Macintosh. <laughs> I was carrying the BHS carry bag. Yeah. Uh, so. I said, oh, yeah, well, because I was being a bit of a twat trying to catch him out. I said, well, I did think it was funny when you rocked up in this Audi because he had a really nice Audi estate car that he picked me up in. I said, I thought you was going to turn up in one of them old-fashioned cars. In a a jalopy. In that old jalopy. Or a a penny farthing. I thought you was going to make me put Andal in front of the car and wind it up before we got (laughs) going. I thought you was going to turn up in Chitty Chitty Bang Bang when I heard it was you. I thought, fuck me, we'll be here all day getting down to Portsmouth. Harry will wonder I, where we are. I thought we were going to go on one of them things on the railways where you've got to push the handle up and down to make it go. <laughs> and he went, of course I've got an Audi. He goes, because it is a well-built German car. He said that everything works and they're built to last and you can do hundreds of thousands of miles in them and they'll be as good as new. And he went, so it's got nothing to do with the aesthetic as much as it's got to do with the quality of purchase. Uh, he went, that is why you will see me. I thought, I might have done the river. Yeah, still don't explain the fucking act, does it, you cunt? <laughs> he went, sorry, uh, nothing. No, good luck <laughs> to you, I say. Good idea, I might start doing it myself. Yeah, with your fucking braces. How are you new fucking braces for, cunt? So, uh, had, I wouldn't have minded, so, it was about 30 degrees outside. So I'm guessing that you ain't got a Super Nintendo then, eh? <laughs> what do you do for leisure? How uh, do you relax then? What you got? Open a stick, is it? <laughs> I'm sat home playing fucking FIFA, mate. Having the time of my life. And you're out in the street knocking a fucking noop about with your stick in your silly and braces. Draw numbers on the ground and playing off scotch, you fucking nuts. Interesting. When you get ill, instead of getting like penicillin and that, you just go and get some leeches, do you? <laughs> I think you've completely misunderstood my point here, young man. Yeah, no, 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 no. You're right. I'm just being daft, mate. I'll say good luck to you. I think it's a great idea. I'm right behind everything you're doing. <laughs> yeah, invest in quality, mate. I'm just the same. I wonder if he's got a shark buy, nowadays. Buy cheap, buy twice. That's the motto, isn't it, mate? Yeah. <laughs> My old grand used to say that. I mean, look at this sovereign <sighs> ring I've got on, right? 
I've been at, oh, I've got looked at their ring. They're quite nice. But I'll go to H. Samuel. It's a little bit not more expensive, but look, I've got a nice sov and they engraved me initials on it. And that'll last me, I don't know, a couple of years probably before it goes all green. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fucking hell. So you had a good time with him? Yeah, interesting though. Sounds really similar to your guy. And uh, I think that's mm. what some some people just love, love yeah, that. Dressing hey, up like judge. it's the olden times. I mean, we're me, we're not going to judge anyone. There's not a big difference between that guy being into the 40s and me being into like Euro 96. Euro 96, yeah, exactly. Um, for 25 years. Yeah, it's, we're not going to judge anyone, but at the same time, we're also going to say, don't wear a George Galloway hat. Don't, don't dress up like George Galloway. Find your own route. Don't wear a fedora. It's yeah. a bit weird. Um, simple yeah. as that. And and if you go in bald, just shave your head like me. I do wear a hat to keep the sun mm. off my head. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I just wear baseball caps mainly. Partly disguise the fact that you're bald. Yeah, yeah, that's well, that's the other reason. Good, yeah, good, good luck to you. In case I good see any you young that. women, hey, yeah, hey, look, some groovy chicks. My name's Sam. I'm not bald. <laughs> I'm virile. Hi. Don't worry about it. Hi, I'm. Uh, my name's Sam. I'm not forty six. I'm not bald <laughs> or a recovering alcoholic <laughs> <laughs> or married. Uh, chicks chicks come back come back hey no Uh, I just can't uh, take my hat off because uh, I just can't okay it's um, something to do with uh, um, head cancer (laughs) so there we go Uh, yeah that's the end of this one we've solved some more problems Uh, thanks for listening and uh, you can't beat a good old game of Sonic the Hedgehog (laughs) Oh, lacrosse. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.